Well, we uh, we just when we went off the air the other day, the press conference was going on, and we learned some really in- interesting things from uh, Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry on their uh, season-ending uh, State of the Union address. We'll talk about some of those things we learned. First segment, we'll get to Deshaun Watson, uh, and we'll get to uh, Kevin Stefanski. Those two are going to have to sit down and hammer out something new, a new offense. Um, both of them kind of admitted that they're going to see a different iteration of the Browns offense in 2023. We'll talk about what that entails and what we would like to see uh, incorporated in that offense. Uh, the second segment, we will talk about our most uh, surprising players, players that really did a good job um, due, to, due to the fact that we're seven and 10. There's not that many of them, but we there were some bright spots um, uh, and we'll we'll see if you guys can figure what, the, what those are. Uh, we'll talk about that in the second segment. <clears throat> On the flip side, we will talk about the disappointments. Lots of disappointments for the team. What are some guys, name the guys that really didn't step up this year, didn't perform up to snuff. We'll talk about those guys in the third segment. And, of course, we'll do it all coming up next on the, the next episode of the Locked on Browns podcast. You are Locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound LGB on ELOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Your hosts, Jeff Lloyd at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Mr. Garrett Bush at G Bush 91, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Uh, radio personality, 92.3 The Fan. Catch him every Saturday morning. Numerous appearances for G Bush. Pre-game, post-game coverage. Buckeyes, Cavaliers, Browns, Guardians when it comes. You name it, Mr. G Bush is there to spill the tea on it. We appreciate everybody makes Lockdown Browns their first listen. And yes, the regular season is over, but nothing changes business-wise here. As you all know, with Lockdown Browns the 24-7, 365 shop. We will be here every day bringing you the best content we possibly can. Today's episode of Lockdown Browns is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than a Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LOCKDOWN. That's prizepicks.com. Promo code locked on. As we, G was mentioning in the opening, as we were recording yesterday, obviously the big news of the day yesterday, uh, the Browns moving on from defensive coordinator Joe Woods. Browns seem to be on an accelerated path as far as getting somebody new in here. We discussed some of the big names, obviously, whether it's a Jim Schwartz, whether it is a Gerard Mayo from the Patriots, uh, G's guy, former head coach of the Miami Dolphins, linebackers coach this year, the Pittsburgh Steelers, a guy I had an affinity for in 2019. Dolphins came to Cleveland that year, and I remember doing the crossover episode that week and being like, bro, I looked at your roster. I know about 12 dudes by name, and he was just able to coach that team up. They were able to play oh so well. Uh, Just an impressive, impressive job by Mr. Brian Flores. We'll see the way it works out for the Browns. But we're going to start with here today. Uh, Obviously, the press conferences were going on as we were doing our show yesterday. And one of the biggest takeaways for me, G, is Coach Stefanski, and we had heard it a little earlier in the day from Deshaun Watson, 
uh, is about these two meeting, uh, about these two trying to realize exactly what maybe the vision is from the best of the Kevin Stefanski beliefs on offense to the best of what pairs with the ability of one Deshaun Watson. Keep in mind, Coach Stefanski's offense was guided and guided well by Kirk Cousins in 2020 by Baker Mayfield. Uh, we saw Jacoby Brissett with some success with it this year. But Deshaun is a whole different animal. The uniqueness of him, the running ability, the ability to extend plays. You go to the Nick Chubb touchdown reception on Sunday in Pittsburgh. Deshaun not only you know beating defenders in the backfield, getting to the pocket, challenging the line of scrimmage to the point where he drew the guy who was assigned for Nick Chubb. And the second he took one step towards Deshaun, it was over. Bang. Six to Nick Chubb. But there needs to be work done here. Obviously, how are you going to incorporate Nick Chubb with Deshaun Watson? Nick for years coming from Georgia. And congratulations to the Bulldogs, obviously. Um, I told my daughters, let me just pop this on real quick. And as much as I thought it was going to go, about 20 minutes later, thanks, girls. Appreciate it. Go ahead and put it back on whatever you want. But with Nick, traditional eye at Georgia, most of the time here with the Browns, this year was a little different, not necessarily a fullback so much. Uh, a lot more one back, but now it's going to be even different because most of the Knicks' touch is probably going to come from the gun. It's just a little bit more uh, comfortable look for Deshaun. And look, once you commit $238 million to your quarterback, obviously you're going to commit a lot more to him. Um, it's not just the money. It's, you know, we're going to put you in the position to do what you did to warrant the money we gave you. So, gee, obviously a lot of work's going to be done here, and there's going to be some of Stefanski's offense put out, more put in to what is and works with Deshaun. For me, and one of the things, and I said this yesterday when I did sport for CLE, is you look at the Chiefs, and everybody got to that play on Sunday against the Raiders where everybody was circling in the backfield. Granted, penalty happened. The play never really counted. But when you can go off script like that, have a little fun with your players, your players are going to go the extra mile for you. And the other thing is when you get to calling a play like that in a game, all your players are geeked. They are ready to roll because you want to know what you do that. And that works. Guess what? Everybody says come Wednesday. All right. What do you got for this week? We got like a tilt a whirl action or something. What's going on this week? But gee, obviously this offense is going to change. And in my opinion, it's going to change for the good for the Cleveland Browns. Um, yeah, it has to change. It, it, we got to have something different. Um, I've been doing um, some all 22 work and been looking at some of the route combinations and, and just seeing uh, in the last couple of games, um, you know, Deshaun has not been playing well. I think he would have he would have thought by this time six games he would have been playing well, were better. He would have been seeing the field a lot better. And what I wanted to see is why um, there weren't too many deep shots downfield. Was it the route combination? Was it the fact that receivers weren't getting separation? Or is Deshaun just missing people? And when you look at this offense, um, and I think I'm going to do a video on this. Uh, the Browns run the ball, or excuse me, pass the ball better out of traditional run formations. So when you got your one, two tight ends, when you got you, you under center with the play action is available to you, the Browns have a much better offense because play action really stops the linebackers from getting to drops. It really muddies up. It's a one, a, you know, it's almost a two second count before they can say, okay, this is not run. Let's go play our pass assignments, right? And so the Browns, under regular rundowns, they have the ability to run or pass. And I think that really helps Kevin Stefanski's playbook. Where they struggle is 
when it's an obvious pass downs and it's third and seven and more, when you're in third and seven and more, the Browns truly struggle in that office when people know you're going to pass. And when I went back and looked at some of those, uh, some of those throws, some of the concepts and some of the plays that were called, there wasn't a lot of people open. I mean, there wasn't a lot of separation. Uh, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't really, he was threatening each layer of the defense down the field. It was more like, you know, regular stuff, outs and sit downs and curls and flat routes by the um, running backs. You know, it, it really wasn't too much that was really complicated. The defense never, I never saw a rock combination or a rub combination. I didn't see where it looked like, oh, wow, the defense was really confused on this because they're running different routes and concepts and things like that. It was very straightforward, very vanilla. And if you're going to have a team that is going to be more pass happy, you have to have something that you can hang your hat on. And Andy Reid and a lot of the great coaches do in the passing game is they 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 have a concept that they want to run, and then everything else comes after that. So if I'm running these 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 concepts down the field, I run a similar set of plays throughout the game that all looks the same. However, I have a run pass option, I have a read option, I could I can do an RPO off of it. I can actually audible and give you two plays in the huddle where we can run some stuff. I can take deep shots off of it. Very similar routes, but you can utilize motion to make the defense always guess what it is. And I think one of the biggest points takeaways from this situation is we're going to have to figure out what Deshaun Watson does best. And I don't care if they got to sleep in bunk beds. I don't care if they got to be, be buddies all off season. I don't care. Hey, tell the family, no vacation. You had enough time off this year. Uh, we need to, we, you guys need to be married at the hip and y'all got to figure it out because I'm letting you know it. The only way this thing works is if that offense gets up to a point where Deshaun Watson looks like a top 10, top five quarterback again, uh, because other than that, the Browns don't have a chance. They don't have a, they don't have a shot. So they got to figure something out. If that means you got to move in with Deshaun Watson in the basement, so be it, but they got to figure something out, Jeff. Well, we've all seen pictures of Deshaun's crib, man. There's plenty of room for everybody up in that joint. Who be kidding? And they'd all have their own goddamn That's bathrooms. Um, but for you, and the point, your point, to put it perfectly, the first interception on Sunday against Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, it looked as if you know Deshaun was basically, and he, he essentially was, throwing to the receiver with three guys around him. But the other two receivers, their routes are too deep. If everybody's committed to the deep, deepest guy, the other guys are in the frame. So if you got three receivers and three feet defensive backs in the same frame, guess what? The receivers are the ones who are at fault. That is right. what the issue is there. And a lot of this look, to be fair, a lot of it is newness, not enough time together, not enough, now no OTAs, a half cut training camp because you gave Deshaun as much time as you could before you had to realize that you had to give the rest of the time to Jacoby because he was anchoring your first 11 games. But this is going to be important. This is going to be crucial, and this is going to be big for Coach Kevin Stefanski. It's on him now to adapt to your talent. When he first came in with his system, his system worked in 2020. Whatever happened in 2021, you know, that was a, a tough spot to be in. The system looked pretty good with Jacoby Brissett, but, you know, now this was a system, you know, made for, you know, driving down the highway. This is now like an expensive sports car. We need an offense that is essentially made for the Autobot. That is what we need now. And a lot of work is going to be done here. And Deshaun, this is just as crucial to him as it is to Coach Stefanski. Because if Deshaun 
doesn't come out and put up a statistical output that people are going to feel warranted this money, there's people already ready to run him out of town. There's people that already hate his guts. So if they can't get this right, and we don't see the Deshaun Watson that we all thought we were getting, the former Houston Texan, it's going to be difficult. So it's basically an adapt or die type of thing here. We're going to get back to a little bit more here on Lockdown Browns. We're going to give you our biggest surprises from the 2022 season. Third segment, we are going to get to our biggest disappointments of the 2022 season. Stick around. Jeff Lloyd, G. Bush, your latest Locked on Browns. Prize picks. You got six games this weekend. Man, I am going to put a lineup together for each and every game. You got six games unopposed this weekend. You've got 18 hours minimum of NFL football this weekend. How does it work? It's simple. Pick a lineup, two to five players, and if they score more or less than the prize pick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on an entry. No competing against other people. You are literally just competing against the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, men's, women's, collegiate, basketball. Hell, you can even get MMA in there if you choose. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LOCKED ON. You deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. You deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code LOCKED ON at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert. Who will do them for you? TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack uh, and sa- and I'm sorry, and grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset. With TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish, ensuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed, so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax, full service products only, video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. Me and Jeff, don't forget, we said it earlier in the show. Hey, Brown season is over. It just got started for us. <laughs> this is your team every day. Make sure you follow us at GBush91 on Twitter, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. And always make sure you hit us up on, on YouTube. If you want to watch the videos, uh, make sure you do that. Over 4,200 subscribers. We've been having some really good success with our last, pretty much our, our last couple of videos. We'll continue to drop those videos. And, and now's the off season where you get your information from. Um, you know, season's over. But this is a place you want to get locked and loaded for coaching changes, free agency, draft is coming up, OTAs, all that good stuff. Make sure you follow us and make sure you continue to make the first, uh, the Locked on Browns your first listen of each and every day. Uh, Jeff, let's get to this. First segment, we talked a little bit about the offense changing. Uh, Let's talk about a little bit of grades. We'll probably go into grades a little more depth, but we'll go right now. We'll start at the base level and and talk about who really surprised you uh, this year. Uh, a couple of names of some individuals that really played well. Um, I, I think for me, the top guy, top two guys um, will be Emerson 
um, and uh, Ethan Pochich, right? I, I think Pochich is a guy who is going to get another contract, and Emerson was the better, best corner the Browns had all year. Um, he was, you know, he did not, he did not give up many catches, and when he did give up a catch, he was all over the individuals. He was strong in the run support, being a rookie on the outside, playing physical. I, I think he's going to be, if you can give Andrew Barry anything, any credit for the find to find a corner like that in your third round is tremendous. That's a tremendous find. We need you to do that a lot more, Mr. Barry. We need you to get that together on defensive tackle, linebacker, and a receiver. But I digress. We're talking about the good parts right now. I thought Emerson was really good this year, um, and we needed that because I, th- I think Greg Newsom took a step back this year. I-, I think he took a step back this year. I thought he played much more uh, more uh, competitively last year, but that's the, the, you know, that's the thing about rookies, especially when you're talking about corners and, and receivers. Sometimes they can come out of the box and surprise you the way Emerson did, or they can come back to second year like Greg Newsom did and have to play a new position and they don't look as good as he, he, he did as well. So those are the two guys that I really, I, I thought really uh, performed well. And I do think Donovan Peoples-Jones is one of those guys who 863 yards between splitting between two quarterbacks uh, and, and just and, and pretty much solidifying himself as a second receiver. I think those three guys are the guys um, that really can can be about something and really, you could say, were really big surprises for your team. I'm going to just go first here, a couple of thoughts on the gentleman that you mentioned, obviously. First things first, Martin Emerson. Um, when the, the pick first came down, everybody at the time was like, well, you know, oh my God, how's this kind of going to work? You traded your nickel corner back to the LA Rams where he came from after one year in Troy Hill, gone out of the equation. The question was going to be, who's going to play nickel? Um, you drafted Martin Emerson. Uh, I go back to there were joint practices over the summer with the Philadelphia Eagles the week they came in for the preseason. Friend from the Philadelphia Eagles organization literally texted me, you guys stole this kid. He's special. He's special. His first experience in the preseason, we got that bully ball interception pick six against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, injuries to Newsom, injuries to Denzel Ward was basically how this turned out where Martin Emerson could get on the field more. But he is your largest cornerback. He is your most physical cornerback. He led the cornerback room in tackles for the year, led the cornerback room in passes defense this year. There was that big play against the Chargers where he, on fourth down, he had the pass breakup against Mike Williams that could have given the Browns ultimately the opportunity to win the game. They didn't capitalize on it. Uh, Ethan Posick, look, here's a guy who's never supposed to be a part of any of this equation. That same game where we learned about Martin Emerson, Ethan Posick got into the game, fortunately had to become the starting center. And took the ball and ran with it and was one of the top five graded Cleveland Browns this season. Donovan Peoples-Jones, all summer of 2021, we talked about how good Donovan Peoples-Jones looked. The game started. Odell Jarvis still here, muddy in the waters. We saw glimpses. He had a monster game against the Cardinals last year. But this you saw it all come together for Donovan Peoples-Jones. And credit to the guy. Um, Patience is a virtue. Putting your work in. Putting in detail. All of these things are things that Donovan Peoples-Jones has done, and you saw it come through in spades this year, and you even saw it come through where he improved as a punt returner. This is something he excelled at at Michigan, struggled early in his NFL career, but you saw it. We saw a couple of good returns, and then all of a sudden we knew, hey, there's going to be one big one, and we got it against the Houston Texans. One guy I am going to mention that needs to go in here, Grant Talbot, finishes the season as your leading tackler, finishes the season with four interceptions. Number 22, 
in a year where we had a lot of questions about the safety play. And look, it's not good when your two safeties have both over 100 tackles and lead your team in tackles. That is not the blueprint. That is not the way it is supposed to go down. They are not supposed to make that many plays. But Grant Delpit, as all excited as we were about him his rookie year, lost it all to an Achilles as he was trying to regain his momentum, his strength, his confidence in his second year. You saw some glimpses. But this year, you saw it all to come together for Grant Delpit, number 22. And it's a true testament to a guy who's been through a lot of adversity, and it's really tough to come in when you've got such a blue-chip pedigree and you get hurt right off the bat, and then all of a sudden you're struggling or kind of regain your confidence within your body. But Grant Delpit, all the way back for your Cleveland Browns. So for us, the most surprising players this year, no doubt, Martin Emerson, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Grant Delpit, Ethan Posick, these guys were all question marks going into this season. These guys and the two of them on defense, Grant Delpit, Martin Emerson, these are two guys now that you were selling to a prospective new defensive coordinator. With surprises, there are disappointments. We're going to get to that here in a second. Most disappointing players of 2022, Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, locked on Browns. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting, info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. Uh, we want to let you know that we are still everywhere. You know what? And we want to thank you for watching the two-minute warning throughout the season on the Browns post-game show. That was a very successful show. Um, we also want to thank you guys for continuing to support us, not only on YouTube, but to continue to support us on wherever you download your podcast. We have more to come with that. And, uh, and we'll be able to give you the, the most, uh, you know, the real up-to-date comments and some of the analysis that the Cleveland Browns have. So make sure you're listening, subscribing to the Locked on Browns podcast. Jeff, we talked about the good. Let's get to the bad a little bit. Uh, guys that disappointed us during the season. And I think one of the guys that really disappointed me was Jadavion Clowney. Um, came back again on the deal, said he wanted to play with uh, Deshaun Watson, and we just didn't see the production from him. I believe he had 20, 23, 24 tackles, um, a couple of forced fumbles, um, and, um, and, and two sacks. So, you know, you didn't get that production that you want to see from a booking guy, from a guy who's a first overall pick, and from a person that you know has athletic ability and has the ability of seeing him get nine sacks before, that he has some pass rush ability. I just don't believe they put him in a position to to actually go rush and do some of the things that I think he wanted to see with Miles Garrett. I thought he wanted to be put up and stood up and and hey Miles, you know, let me after we get to Miles, we're gonna ask you, Jadavian, what are you seeing up front? What do you want to do? What you think we should move some twists or text or do some stunting up front? They never reached out to him, and I think that's one of the reasons why some of the inflammatory comments came out and it sounded like it was aimed at Miles Garrett. Um, another guy that was a disappointment for me was Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward came into this year with a $100 million contract. I know he played a little better down the stretch, but at the end of the day, it's the end of the you, you can't have a $100 million guy not playing to the level that is, especially when you're dealing with a league 
that's going to be uh, content on throwing a football. I've seen him way off coverage too many times. And there is something to be said about the scheme because he's a better press coverage guy. Had an interception a couple of days before. He's a better he's a better press guy, a better guy uh, in, in close quarters. So I don't like him running outside and doing all the cover three, sh- uh, you know, charades and shenanigans. And then another the biggest disappointment is Jedrick Wills. Um, there's a couple of reasons why Jed is on my list is because, you know, we had Joe Thomas on. There's sometimes when Jedrick Wills gets beat, maybe he gets out leveraged, maybe he gets out physical, maybe he he has a mental error like the snap count or or he's holding again. It's a mental block because he just stops. He stops playing. I keep I'm like, why are you stopping your feet? Like he's not finishing blocks. He's not being nasty. He's bending at the waist instead of his knees. I don't see a punch, and, and he's out there like nonchalantly. And I'm like, man, somebody need to get with him and show him the Orlando places of the world, the the, the Jonathan Ogdens of the world, the, the the Anthony Munozes of the world, where those guys are are throwbacks, knuckle draggers, dudes that got heavy hands and that want to put you in the dirt. Jed just doesn't seem like he's even remotely attached to what's going on, and he can't do that as a top ten pick. So you know, those are the three guys I'm most disappointed in. I could probably say it, five, six other guys, but those are the ones that just jump out at me. Nah, well, on the clowny thing, look, the first Raven game, you know, telling your coach basically as we're about to kick off, I'm not doing first and second down. Um, obviously, left the Browns in a difficult situation. And this was always going to be the most difficult thing. Last year, Jerry being clowny at $8.5 million, you got to return him to investment at nine sacks. You can sign up for that all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. $14.5 million, you didn't get nearly the effort. You certainly didn't get nearly the production. And that first game in Baltimore. And here's what what did you expect after that went down? Did you expect you were going to all of a sudden they were going to say, you want to know what? We're not going to feature and give the opportunity for our best pass rusher. By most accounts, the best pass rusher in the entire NFL. We're going to switch away for making sure Miles can get home more often for Jadavian. Same guy that told us one game but during the national anthem. Yeah, he didn't feel like going on first and second down. Look, the cast is done. It's over with, uh, you know, 90s moving on. That's fine. Um, any defensive tackle, not Taven Bryant. I'm going to give a little bit of an exempt here to Perry on Winfrey. Fourth year rookie had some hurdles as far as learning the NFL life, but was showing signs of being more productive as the year went on. But the other two defensive tackles, Jordan Elliott, Tommy Togiai, just ain't cutting it. Uh, I would say the odds of, Either or both of them being on the 2023 roster or, you know, you're talking lottery ticket odds for these guys. Just not enough improvement and not enough strength, not enough holding up at the point of attack. Issues, both those guys. This one pains me to say. This one I'm going to include. But Kareem Hunt, you're behind this offensive line. And look, even though they had the struggles this year, this offensive line still ran block well. Still perform well in that capacity to the point that Nick Chubb put up 1,525 yards, his best statistical output in his entire career. You can't be a running back and go for less than four yards per carry behind this Cleveland Browns offensive line. It's not getting it done. There's nothing that it's, – it's unacceptable. Completely unacceptable with the offensive line you have in front of them. Kareem's lost a little bit of his burst. He's not the same guy. Look, and he never had great burst to begin with. He's not the same guy he was in Kansas City. Um, was much better, more productive for the Browns early in his career. 
it's sad to see that it's over. It's sad to see that it's going to be gone. But again, I don't know where he would necessarily fit into what this offense, where you're looking for the best of Deshaun and having Coach Stefanski scheme for the best of Deshaun. I don't see how it works in a world with Kareem Hunt. But a lot of those guys, and there were disappointment. And Jedrick Wills, yes. There's just all of a sudden when it's – if you're beat or – what, look, you never stop on a football field. You, you coach that from the time – because you want to know why you stop – you are a sitting duck to get your head knocked off. I don't care if you don't know what you're doing. What are you told, G? What was I told? You make a mistake, it better be an aggressive mistake. Uh, I'll fast, go an aggressive mistake. Yeah, right. You got it. Whatever you do, you do it at 110%. And standing around and watching on a football field, damn near gets you hurt. It, Quickest way to say get hurt. Else, but after what went on last right. week, I'm not going to say it that way. But standing still on a football field, is going to get you injured. It's going to get you seriously injured. It's not something you do. And even still, it's fine. Your man beats you. You want to know what then? Turn around. Find somebody else. Recover. Block him up. Block him up. And, you know, there's always this phrase with offensive linemen. It's called looking for work. Maybe you don't have the assignment. But guess what? It just doesn't mean you take your drop and say, okay, nobody came up. Go find somebody. Hit somebody. Light somebody up. That's what you're getting paid to do. Jedrick Wills in my opinion, there's probably still going to be this left tackle next year. But there's going to be a mental aspect that Jedrick Wills absolutely has to work on. And maybe once, right after the draft ends, when Jedrick Wills hears these words from this Cleveland Browns front office that says, we are not picking up your fifth-year option, that's it. You're, you're on. That's it. Your free agency begins now, son. So the rest of your NFL career starts right now at this moment, and you've got seven months to either prove the Cleveland Browns wrong or get somebody else in the NFL to say, I need that guy on my offensive line. So, yes, look, some of these guys weren't supposed to be that integral to begin with. But when we're talking about your starting defensive end, when you're talking about your starting left tackle, when we're talking about a running back who plays behind an offensive line that specializes in the run as good as the Cleveland Browns can perform it, needed more. Absolutely needed more. Yes, Anybody wants to bring up coaching? That's stuff. Look, we're talking players here. <laughs> talking players this segment. And if y'all ever turn into the two minute drill, you know the coaches got their comeuppance. Certainly from G. Bush, and certainly Bull was never afraid to let <laughs> it fly. You, you just gotta oh, tell it boy. like it is. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta uh, let it roll. Cons- yep. From what we hear, obviously there are defense coordinator uh, interviews lined up as soon as this week. So obviously we're get some more traction on that it looks like the browns have zero hesitation if their guy is ready their guy is ready to commit this is something that looks like it's going to be happening quickly you know there are parameters there are things to look forward to here one thing we didn't mention yesterday jim schwartz uh from tennessee jim schwartz for the brief time andrew berry was with the philadelphia eagles before he came back jim schwartz was there so something to maybe keep your possibly possibly keep your eyes on as far as that maybe that's the way andrew was looking to go We'll see as the days go on here. Uh, again, we'll be here all week. We got a ton to cover. A lot of good stuff coming your way later in the week. You know, the pregame show, obviously going to not be here. Maybe me and G will do some picks against each other, pick and playoff games, go through that. You know, something to do here, still talk football. I know everybody's going to be gauged come Saturday, Sunday, and even Monday night this year uh, for a long, long playoff weekend. We appreciate all of you who make Lockdown Browns your first listen every single day. Whether it's here on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, notifications on, throw in likes on those episodes. 
for your boys or on your favorite podcast platform. And if you have Roku, search Locked On Cleveland Sports. You'll find G. You'll find myself. You'll find the Locked On Cavs show. You'll find the Locked On Guardian show. G and the crew tearing it up like always and only that only they can do at the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Again, thank you all so much. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.